This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, CIA-trained former senior intelligence officer and New York Times best-selling author. His latest book, The Last Line, he's a senior fellow with both the London Center for Policy Research and the Center for Advanced Defense Studies. Colonel, welcome back to the Salcedo Show. Hey, Chris, thanks for having me. Good to be on. Uh, what, what do you think? Uh, Trump doctrine right there? I think it's close. Uh, there's two things that were said that were eminently important. You've already identified one. The idea here is that, look, uh, we're there to take care of our business, not anyone else's. And uh, sometimes our interests are in concert with uh, other nations. Sometimes they're not. And, uh, Chris, you and I have talked about this several times, both on air and off air. Look, we wanna, I was there to witness uh, this all going off the rails back in 2003. My book, uh, Dark Heart, is about that where uh, Lieutenant General Barno, the uh, David Barno, the commander then there then decided, oh, we're going to we're, we're done with killing terrorists. It's time for us to nation build, which was completely stupid. And obviously, that is why we've seen the completely feckless and uh, bad results over the past 15 years. So I think the president's correct in his assessment. And se- the second point, which he was very clear on, was that we're going to hold, hold other people accountable. And this uh, is not sitting well with the left already because they're defending Pakistan, uh, the, the country who we have spent uh, on, on average $7 billion a year for us to help them fund the Taliban to come back at us. So it's time that we actually do go after those folks. And look, I've seen a lot of pushback from Trump supporters on the whole idea that Trump said he's, we're, you know, President Trump's going to leave. You know, I, I don't think we want to see another Iraq. Where the moment you leave, uh, you see terrorist organizations such as ISIS coming in to fill that vacuum. So I do understand there's a change in President Trump's philosophy on this, but I think it's a necessary one based on uh, his understanding better the facts on the ground. Just a slight correction for you, Colonel. Uh, uh, Resident Obama told us it was pronounced Pakistan. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, dro- drove me nuts when he would do that yeah. because, it, look, I, and I think you're right. What what the president did last night is he he cranked up a lot of pressure on the radicalized Islamic fundamentalist sympathizers inside That's of Pakistan, right. and basically said we're gonna we're gonna snuggle up to India, uh, their mortal enemy. Right. And th- th- this was not only a message to what was going on inside of Pakistan; it was also a, a message to the Chinese. Yes. Well, absolutely. Look, the Indians are now a competitor of China, not Pakistan. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Pakistan and India developmentally started off together kind of in the 40s and 50s. But India grew up and moved on. Pakistan hasn't. Pakistan, as you point out, Chris, remains kind of a hotbed of radicalization. Uh, and so India is now actually part of our economy. We have a number of things going on. If you if you call for computer support, half the time you end up in, in India. And, and frankly, the Indians now are, are challenging the Chinese regarding the, the domination of China for markets and stuff like that. So this was a, a very well, a very deft played move by the president. I think he, he hit both, uh, both uh, nails with one hammer. Yeah, I agree. Uh, former uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, CIA trained and a former senior intelligence officer and a New York Times bestselling author, our guest right now, folks. One of your compatriots uh, was on Fox yesterday, former uh, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Waltz. And he said yeah, uh, he said this about what America's role in Afghanistan will be in the future. I think this is going to look 
you know, a lot like things have looked in Colombia, where we've had soldiers for 25 years helping the Colombian army fight the FARC guerrillas and keep that from becoming a narco state. We've had 30,000 soldiers in Korea for almost 70 years. You know, this is going to be a long-term effort, unfortunately. Uh, and in terms of troop numbers, you know, we've we've had about 15,000 except for that surge period, and I think we're going to see that, you know, into the into the foreseeable future. Is this going to be a a long-term commitment for the United States to make sure that the undesirable elements that could threaten us and our allies don't come back. Absolutely. Let's hit this in two parts. First, when I was there in 03, we were winning, and our troop strength, uh, Chris, was 11,000. Uh, so the answer has always been, it's it's not about, General Tony Zinni once said this, former commander of Central Command, who's, by the way, a Democrat, said it's it's never been about troop numbers. He's actually gone against his own party on this. It's about what you tell the troops to do, and, and Michael is completely correct. We have been in a number of locations, such as Colombia, such as the Philippines. We've never really left the Philippines. We've always been engaged at some level of, of, of supporting the indigenous forces against, again, what President Trump said, uh, it, it, targets of mutual interest. Uh, I don't see how this is any different from any other country we've, we've been supporting. We've never left Japan. We've never left Germany. We've never left Korea. And uh, while I think we do need to do things to adjust in, in Korea because of the North Korean issue, uh, clearly I think it's in our interest to partner with those who wish to be, the, you know, be our partner. And look, NATO, we, we have no idea of leaving NATO, really. NATO is a very uh, important partnership. So uh, I've never understood President Obama and, frankly, President Bush before him, the idea that we need to leave Iraq or leave Afghanistan. It's not in our nature to abandon those completely who are trying to work with us. And I think it would be, as we saw in Iraq, a bad idea, a bad move to leave Afghanistan and leave it to, to someone else to dominate. If I was going to summarize the entire policy speech last night, which was fu- filled with a lot of golden nuggets, yeah. it was this. It was Donald Trump being frank with the American people, saying, look, I campaigned on this, but once I got behind the desk and I got all the information, I came to a different conclusion. And he seemed to set up his policy centered around the the lessons learned from President Obama's screw-ups. You know, the, yeah. the, 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 the we will win mantra, and we will not allow know-nothing creative writing majors posing as deputy national security advisors to tell our generals on the battlefield what to do. Those right. who know the military will be allowed to make the decisions according to President Trump, and that's in a complete about-face from uh, an administration, the Obama administration, that ran foreign policy through a political lens always. Well, always. And again, uh, Chris, I know for a fact that the, in some cases you're talking about uh, mortar, you know, people firing mortars, having to call back to the White House for mission. Totally insane and frankly unacceptable. And again, I go back to my experience in Afghanistan. We were doing very well. We were beating the Taliban. We were effectively dealing with the Pakistanis in 0203 by the fact that we were doing what was militarily necessary. And, and frankly, we weren't trying to force the Afghans to pick uh, a particular government. And by the way, to that point, uh, President Trump has said it's not our job to build nations. And I frankly don't care what government is in charge in Afghanistan. I don't care if we have five different governments, as long as those governments all independently or uniformly uh, will not accept any support for terror. Uh, to, to not allow for terrorist camps to set up. So, you know, Afghanistan is a land of warlords. And I, I don't care if we partner with every individual warlord who, you know, may not be the guy, the, the font <laughs> of democracy, but are willing yeah. to protect our interests. That's it. 
Retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, everybody, CIA trained and, a, and an author, The Last Line, uh, his latest book, senior fellow with both the London Center for Policy Research and the Center for Advanced Defense Studies. Sir, it's always a pleasure talking with you here on the Salcedo Show. Sure. Thanks, Chris.